Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, um, I'm going to be making my MLB 2022 regular season predictions and also postseason predictions as well. Um, yeah, it is opening day for the Major League season. Uh, we have a couple of games, you know, of course, starting off today. We were supposed to have more games, but there was, I believe... That Red Sox-Yankees game was postponed due to bad weather. There will be tomorrow opening day for, for the Red Sox-Yankees. And there's another game that was postponed. But anyways, today is opening day. It's pretty weird because it's usually every team plays opening day typically. But it's just kind of like a half and half scenario or like a quarter of the league is playing. But the uh, the, uh, the rest plays tomorrow. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But anyways, it's opening day. It's the first day of the regular season. And you know, it's the beginning of a new season. Um, I haven't really watched baseball, like really kept up with the season for a bit. I'll be honest with y'all. Last year, I was kind of lacking with it. I didn't really watch a lot of baseball during the regular season. This season is my goals to really focus on it a lot more, kind of get back to it. Kind of like when I was obsessed with it, when I was like, what, 2015, 2016, 2017, those were the seasons where I kind of really kept up with every team. The players, every like I was, I I was too much of a nerd, too invested in baseball at that time. So let's see if I can get back to that this season for twenty twenty two. Of course, free agency, the off season uh, signings. There was a bunch of even different players on different teams that I didn't even know. So of course, we'd be making all that predictions. But obviously, let's start off with basketball because the season is pretty much ending in just a couple of days from now. So. Let's go all the way from uh, Tuesday because there was no games on Monday to the nat- to, due to that championship game between uh, the K- Jayhawks and the Tar Heels. So let's go on Thursday, obviously. So Thursday, April 5th, we had the Sixers defeat the Pacers 131 and 122. We had the Magic defeat the Cavaliers 120 to 115. We had the Raptors defeat the Hawks 118 to 108. The Heat defeat the Hornets 144-115. The Nets defeat the Rockets 118-105. The Thunder beat the Blazers 98-94. The Bucks defeat the Bulls 127-106. The Wizards defeat the Timberwolves 132-114. The Sixers, not the Sixers, the Spurs, excuse me, they beat the Nuggets 116-97. The Jazz defeat the Grizzlies 121-115 in overtime. The Pelicans defeat the Kings 123-109. And the Suns, they eliminate the LA Lakers from playoff contention, beating them 121 to 110. So of course LeBron, he has last couple weeks he has not been playing games due to uh, an ankle injury, and well you know the season is over for the Lakers. Uh, there are definitely no playoff chances, no playoff hopes for this team anymore. Um, one of the worst, one of the most disappointing seasons from from the the expectations that a lot of teams. A lot of players, a lot of fans had for this uh, squad this year. No one could have predicted they're out of the play-in tournament and currently 11th in the West. So, yeah, this team has been dreadful, and they just don't deserve making the playoffs. I mean, we kind of already knew that already. Um, and it just sucks, man. It just sucks. But we'll have to see where things go next season. And, uh, you know, you could expect Frank Vogel to be fired at some point. You would expect uh, Russell Westbrook probably getting passed around still like a blunt, unfortunately. 
Um, I heard something that he is interested in Charlotte. I don't know. Then he ruins the the whole chemistry that Miles Bridges, Lamelo Ball, and you know the 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 rest of the guys are bonding. I don't know, but it's it's just been an awful season to forget for the Lakers. But we passed that. Now let's go on to yesterday's games on Wednesday, April sixth. The Mavericks they defeat the Pistons one thirty one and one thirteen. The Nets defeat the Knicks one ten to ninety eight. The Celtics defeat. The Bulls, 117-94. The Hawks defeat the Wizards, 118-103. The Jazz defeat the Thunder, 137-101. And the Clippers defeat the Suns, 113-109. So those were yesterday's games. We have seven games tonight. We have the Magic versus the Hornets, the Celtics versus the Bucks, the Sixers, Raptors, Blazers, Pelicans, Spurs, Timberwolves, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Lakers, and Warriors. And then tomorrow, we have nine games with the Wizards, and the Knicks, Pistons and the Bucks, Raptors and the Rockets, Heat and the Hawks, Bulls and the Hornets, Nets and Cavs, Blazers and Mavericks, Jun, Juns, what the fuck, Suns and Jazz, and the Lakers versus the Thunder. So those are games for tomorrow. Then, of course, the last game of the regular season, the last date will be on Sunday, April 10th. And then the play-in tournament will begin on Thursday, Tuesday, Tuesday, April 12th. Until the 16th, I believe. The 16th, which would be a... Uh, it, would, it would be, what, like a Sunday, Saturday? So, so yeah. That's that's that. Well, you know, we, we are just, what, four days away? Three days away from the regular season wrapping up and heading into the postseason in about a week or two weeks. Let's give it two weeks from now. So... That's that. Let's move on to the national championship game in college basketball between the North Carolina Tar Heels and the Kansas Jayhawks. So the Kansas Jayhawks, they were able to take the victory and they are the 2022 NCAA basketball, men's basketball uh, national champions. They won by the score 72 to 69. Nice. Um, the Tar Heels were in their bag in the first half. They were up 40-25 to 25 by halftime, a 15-point lead at halftime. The, the Tar Heels were just, they started off shooting the ball really well, and they were clearly just from the jump easily the better team um, and just were relying it um, as well. Kansas really wasn't getting a lot done offensively in the first half, but definitely took a very different turn in the second half. And things just, you know, switched automatically. They were able to score 47 in the second half, while the Tar Heels only scored 29. And, well, with that, the North Carolina Tar Heels, they blew a 15-point lead. So a lot of people saying they were uh, the, 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 the Tar Chokers. The North Carolina Tar Chokers. Um, and you see the Falcons with, like, the blue, the baby blue colors on it. You know, everyone's memeing. The, the, the Tar Heels for choking. Uh, but Armando Bacot, who had 15 points, 15 rebounds, 2 assists. Um, he was a one big reason why they were even here in the first place. How they got here. Caleb Love as well. was probably the biggest player. The biggest reason that you know was eight, that took North Carolina all the way to the national championship. He didn't have his best game. Only had 13 points, 2 assists, and 3 rebounds. But he definitely missed a, a bunch of clutch shots. But he did make a, a bunch of clump sh- a bunch of clutch shot to be able to even play in this game. 
Um, it definitely sucks for UNC though. You know they were they were just a half away, twenty more minutes to could just can't continue to play as dominant as they can to hold off Kansas, but you know they were on a crazy run, and I mean scoring forty seven in the in a half. In college basketball, that's impressive enough, especially for a team that was down by 15 and only allowing, barely not even allowing the other team scoring 30. So yeah, an 18-point difference they scored more in the second half compared to 15. So yeah, but it was a close game in the end, you know, even with even with the Tar Heels choking that 15-point lead, Kansas was fighting it all the way to the end. Um, but Kansas, you know, they've won... How many national championships? I believe this is like the fourth one. And so the national champions. So as my predictions went, that's that. That's the college basketball. Um, wait, what is this? What the fuck? Why is Kansas being investigated? The University of Kansas included in list of schools as part of the 2017 FBI case alleging bribes were paid to lure top recruits into elite programs. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Okay, what is this? Um, okay, so apparently the FBI are, are in this, are investigating with the national champions. Okay, okay, uh, I, this is, this is kind of, okay. This is this is new. I did not see this coming. Has spent more than three millions defending itself. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna go over this, but I'll definitely talk about it once I. I'm gonna read this later. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about it right now, uh, but if I do, kind of read over it and tell y'all more information about it at some point, I I will probably on the next episode. But this episode's dedicated for my uh, season predictions. So yeah, let's get straight into it. All right, so let's get straight into it, the 2022 MLB season predictions. So, again, these are all my opinion. Um, I could definitely be very accurate with these and as well as inaccurate. So, uh, hopefully a lot of these picks, majority of these picks will age well, at least like the orders of which teams goes, you know, the rookie of the year, Young MVP, the playoff picture, all that good shit. Um, I believe there's six teams in each league that make the postseason, I believe. So it's not 10 anymore. There's the same thing uh, last year, I believe. So it's 12 teams instead of... So it's 6-6 six, six on each side. All right. Uh, I, just, I just had to remember that because I just totally forgot. But anyways, of course, let's start off with the American League East. With the worst team at number five in the American League East is, well, none other than the Baltimore Orioles. I mean... Look, man, the Orioles are just uh, the team that, again, they are they are always in the bottom tier in baseball. They are just not a fully well-constructed team. I mean, they have a few guys, you know. They have Trey Mancini, Cedric Mullins. Uh, they recently have Runic Nodor. Um, You know, those are great hitters, great outfielders out there. They have some decent pitchers, John Means. Um, I think they also have Bruce uh, Zimmerman, but again, there's really not a lot going on in uh, in Baltimore, so I can't really be too excited about them. You know, they're just not that good. You know, I'm, I I hate to say it, but they're just not that good. And number four, I have to give it to the Boston Red Sox. And number four, um, look, they recently got Trevor Story, which was massive. Uh, Trevor Story out of um out of Colorado. I think that was a big move. 
for Boston. But Boston still has a lot of struggles defensively, and their pitching could be a bit weak. But their offense is stacked. They have Enrique, Enrique Hernandez. They have Jackie Bradley Jr. still. Uh, Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, um, Alex Verdugo. And they have decent pitchers as well with Rich Hill, Michael Walker, Chris Sale, obviously, as the, you know, the ace of the team. So, look, this team does have a lot of talent, and I do see them definitely fighting for a playoff spot because besides the Orioles, any team in this entire division can make the postseason, and it really wouldn't be a surprise to me. So... I would put the Red Sox at four because I think even though the Yankees at number three, which, by the way, I just said it, uh, they are still probably going to be in a very difficult situation, but they, they're just too too stacked of a team, too good of a team to, you know, to rank. So I have to put the Red Sox at four, even though they could definitely be like a, a game behind or half a game behind like the Yankees or whatever. So obviously the third best team I have is the New York Yankees. Um, again, this team is great, but they just cannot, they, they always make the postseason. They could always get to a very certain, uh, level in the playoffs, but then they can't win the big game. They are just stuck and they just can't go further than that. Um, so that's a big problem for the Yankees. I mean, again, they need to find something with that. Of course, they have studs on this team. They have Giancarlo Stan, they have Aaron Judge. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, they just got Josh Donaldson, you know, Joey Gallo, DJ LeMahieu. You know, they have a lot of great hitters. Uh, they recently traded, I believe, Gio Urshela to the Twins. So that's an unfortunate loss for them. Uh, Glaber Torres is still good. I mean, I is uh, is the catcher still there? No, I believe he's still not there, right? Who was the catcher? I forgot his name. God damn it. Oh god damn. That's 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 why I need to get back to baseball guys cuz I can't even remember the damn catcher that sucked ass last year for the Yankees. Um I think he got traded though. It looks like the catcher here is uh Jose Trevino. Um and their pitching is good. I mean, of course they got Ace Garrett Cole. They got Zach Britton. They got uh, Luis Servino and of of course Adonis Adolis Chapman. So yeah, this team has talent and high potential and should definitely make the postseason. But that's just if they really want it, man. And if they could stay healthy as well, because John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge are studs, and they could continue proving that, proving that. But if they could stay healthy for like, let's say they play 120 games, that would be really fucking good for them. Because I feel like they can't even play 90, 100 games throughout an entire season at some point. And it's, you know, not good at all. And that's a huge reason why this team can't make it past the promise. And they could always make it to the postseason, but then they just can't get further than that. So I have to put the meanwhile at number at number three. At number two, this is actually kind of a surprise, but I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays are a great team still. I really have them. Um, still, you know, make obviously definitely making the postseason, definitely gonna make it far. Hopefully, you know, maybe the ALCS again. Um, but this race team is too fucking good. I mean, Ron Wander Franco, man, uh, Kevin Kiermeyer, Josh Lau, Randy Rosarena, Brandon Lau, Brett Phillips, my man, G Man Choi, and of course the pitching, uh, the you know the the, the rotation obviously with Tyler Glass now, uh, Corey Kluber. 
Um, so, you know, they have they have guys. They have guys out there that can really, you know, pitch a great game. They have a really stacked offense as well. Very underrated offense. And, you know, they can get the job done. And, you know, the Rays have been proving that for the last two, three, four years. Or two, I would say two, uh, three years, actually. I mean, three years consecutively, they've made the postseason and have could legit been a threat in the American League in general. Um, you know, they almost won the World Series. You know, they almost won the World Series uh, in 2020. But this team, I think, is too uh, in prime position to definitely go back and win another uh, pennant for the American League and potentially make it back to the World Series. But the team ahead of them is really fucking good that I have to put them at number one, even if they end up being second or third in in the conference, or not in the conference, in the division. But I have to go with the Toronto Blue Jays, man. This team has gotten better, man. They have Matt Chapman, newly acquired. Kevin Gosman, who was great last year for the Giants. Bo Bichette, who was amazing. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's a fucking stud. They got George Springer, who's, you know, still playing great. I mean, he had he was there last season. But last season, he barely played. He was due to injury. But this season, I think he's going to be back and play better. Uh, they have Josh Burrios, great pitcher from uh, Minnesota, now here in Toronto. Hinjin Ryu, who was also another quality pitcher. Teosco Hernandez. So, yeah, this team is really talented. And throughout their rotation and throughout their bullpen, I think they're really in a good position. But it's the offense that carries it, for sure. That offense is stacked. The bullpen could be a little bit better, though. They definitely could improve it just a bit. But still, man, um, this team definitely looks like they could win the American League East and represent the pennant. But right now, it's a, it's a little bit tough. It's a little bit tough. But I would say the Blue Jays are probably the best team to win a division at the moment. Now let's move on to the American League Central. And with the one, the fifth team, of course, the fifth place team at last in the division, um, we got the Kansas City Royals. So, look, man, the Royals, they're not the greatest team in the world. They have not been even a playoff team in like five, six years. I believe the last time they even made the playoffs was like 2016 when they won the World Series. Or no, 2015, excuse me, when they beat the, the Mets in the World Series. Yeah, that's the last time the Royals even were good. So... Yeah, that sucks for the Royals, but they're still they still have great you know pitchers. They have Zach Granke, who's you know past his prime, but still good. Um, Salvador Perez, who you know he's the best catcher in the American League and probably all of baseball. Um, Carlos Hernandez is also pretty good. Carlos Santana, great hitter. Michael Taylor, who I haven't really heard too much about, but has still been you know um, reliable. Andrew Benatendi. Whit Merrifield, you know, they still have some some great... Uh, Alberto Mondesi, who I heard about last season, that he was pretty good and underrated. He was probably the best team in Kansas City last year. So, yeah, this team is, you know, they have... They could definitely go for for a good amount of games this year. But let's be honest, um, they're just not going to do much as what we could... Or as a lot of people probably would expect them to be. So, so Yeah. Um, by the way, I don't know if I'm going to estimate how many wins each team is going to get. I don't think I'm going to give like the exact number of wins each team is going to get. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I guess I'm going to just keep it short and simple. 
I'll just keep it like that. Because last year, I, I, I bet I was completely off with my whole predictions and everything with that. But anyways, let's go out to number four. And I'm going to have to say probably... I'll have to say maybe the Guardians, actually. The, I'll actually have to say the Guardians. Uh, the Guardians have, you know, a decent offense. Um, their they're, they're pitching, I think, is, is pretty great. You know, they obviously have ace Shane Beaver, um, Emmanuel Classe, Tristan McKenzie. They have a lot of, you know, decent uh, pitchers that could... Uh, ace pitchers, quality pitchers, and definitely also, you know, low-key superstar pitchers, underrated pitchers that could definitely give you a good game. Um, but their offense is kind of shaky a little bit. I mean, they really only have Jose Ramirez, uh, Bradley Zimmer, um... Austin Hedges and Miles Straw. Uh, honestly, I don't even. Uh, oh, and also Sack Plesac, who is a pitcher, by the way, but um, who also another great uh pickup for them. But still, like, I don't know about this team really making it that far. I to be honest with you, I think their 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 pitching could definitely um be the best aspect to the to the whole game to the whole team itself. But the offense is a bit shaky. Um, and I probably think that's going to happen. Same thing this year. It's just not going to be amazing. But we'll have to wait and see. Next, I'm going to go with the Detroit Tigers in number three. The Tigers, they recently have an acquired Javier Baez. Um, so that's a big pickup for Detroit. Um, of course, Miggy, you know, they're still there. Austin Meadows. Austin Meadows is now with the Tigers. Just recently got traded there. Um, a couple of days ago. Um, so that's a big, you know, big win for the Tigers there. Akil Badu, who was a superstar last year. Guado Rodriguez, um, a qual a good quality starting pitcher. Tucker Barnhart, who's a pretty good catcher, in my opinion, as well. Jonathan Scope, who's been all right, but I guess he can do something. Spencer Turnbull, who's another great pitcher. Uh, Casey Mize, who had a great year last year. So look, they have great, talented pitchers. Um, and even quality hitters. So I think they're going to be a balanced team. I think they could definitely be a very slept-on team. And maybe they could shock the world. Maybe they can, you know, win the division. I kind of doubt it because, you know, Chicago exists. Um, the White Sox, you know, are too fucking good. But I would say the Tigers are in the mid-tier in, in their division. But they could definitely get up to second. Because honestly, between them and the Twins, who I have them at number two, it can go either or. So yeah, I actually have the Twins at number two. Now, the Twins last year were dreadful. Um, they were not good. They were definitely a disappointing team. And they were pretty bad. Uh, but look, they got Carlos Correa, who despise... I'm not the biggest fan of this man. Um, they got a guy... The Twins definitely were able to collect a lot of great assets during the offseason. I mean, come on. They got Carlos Correa. They got Gary Sanchez, uh, Gio Urshela, uh, Sonny Gray. Um, you know, they have a great lineup as well. Uh, Kenta Maeda, who's another great pitcher. Max Kepler, Taylor Rogers, Chris Archer, who hopefully could do something for them because Chris Archer hasn't been that really good in the last couple of years. Miguel Sano, who's a stud. Jorge Polanco, who's great. Dylan, Bun Dylan Bundy, who's also been great. So, like, their rotation is good, and their offense is really fucking good as well. So, and, of, and of course, uh, Brian, uh, Byron Buxton. So, 
Yeah, this Twins team is definitely better than last year and shouldn't disappoint. Unless like these team, unless they're like the Yankees and suffer through hella injuries, then maybe they could be in the bottom tier in the division. But other than that, I see this team going second place and definitely fighting for a playoff spot. And, of course, number one in the AL Central has to be the White Sox. I mean, come on. They have fucking Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, uh, Jose Abreu, AJ Pollock, Yerman Mercedes, who was hot. But I think he could definitely bounce back as well this year. Uh, Yuan Makata and their pitchers. They have Vince Velasquez, Lance Lynn, uh, Lucas Giolito, um, Dallas Keiko, I believe, is still on the team. Kendall Graveman. Yeah, and I think they also have Joe Kelly. Uh, Carlos Correa's is fucking, you know, daddy. So, you know, this team is too fucking good. This team is really good on both sides of the plate. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 really no surprise, man. I mean, this team is too fucking good. What, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? Anyways, let's get to the American League West. Um, at number five, we have the Oakland A's, man. Yeah, they're just, they're not that good. I don't expect them to be that good this year. They don't really have a lot of great pitchers. They don't really have a lot of good hitters either. I mean, the only players I even know right now are what? Steven Vogue, who's still on the team. Uh, Elvis Andrews, Steven Pascotti, Sean Murphy, I believe is, is another catcher. Uh, Frankie Montes, who I just recently even heard of. Uh, Roman uh, Ramon Lariano, and that's pretty much it. So again, I don't even know much about the A's, what they're going on right now, but this isn't a lineup that you know is gonna tell me that they're a playoff contender or even in contention. So yeah, I'm sorry, Oakland fans, but um, this team is just not it. It's 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 not going anywhere, unfortunately. And number four, I'm gonna have to go with the Rangers. I mean, the Rangers. They're kind of also stuck in the middle. They just acquired uh, Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. So those are two pretty big, um, you know, pickups there. Oh, they also got Cole Calhoun. I didn't even know that. So, you know, that's another great addition. They also have Brad Miller, too. Damn. You see, there's just a bunch of players. I don't even know that they even they even got traded. Um. So, yeah, I mean, they got Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, Brad Miller, Cole Calhoun. And, of course, players still there. I mean, they have Martin Perez, great pitcher. Joe Barlow, who's a decent pitcher. Mitch Garver, John Gray. Uh, Greg Holland, who was great in Kansas City. I think he would definitely still be good here in Texas. Um, Nick Solak, who was pretty great last year as well. Though There's, you know, there's there's guys here that could definitely play. Um, and definitely could surprise some teams. And definitely could def... Why, why do I keep saying this? Why do I keep repeating myself? I need to shut the hell up and just get straight to the point. But honestly, this team could definitely, once again, I just repeated myself. So yeah, this team could definitely surprise other teams around the division, but they're just not better than the other three teams, in my opinion. So I got to put them at number four. Uh, at number three, I have the LA Angels, the Los Angeles Angels, the Angels who have two of the best players in all of baseball and one you can consider of all time. Wink, wink. Um, you know, this team is great offensively. And, you know, when you have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout on the same team, 
You should guarantee yourself at that point. You should be a playoff team. Well, unfortunately, the Angels are just not that team at all. They just cannot make the playoffs. Um, they have two of the best players ever right now in their prime still, especially Mike Trout. Even though he had an injury-riddled season, barely played. Shoya Otani was a fucking superstar last year. He was the best player in baseball last year. But this man, you know, could do it once again this year. And then on top of that, the man who was already considered the man's greatest player in on this generation. So, you know, if the Angels could just get more out of these guys, which, you know, I mean, what else you can ask for? These these dudes are always, you know, giving it above and beyond. Uh, but they also obviously focus more on pitching because they also uh, acquired Noah Syndergaard. Anthony Rendon should be back. Michael Lorenzen should be okay. Archie Bradley. Um, so hopefully the pitching could definitely pick up something. Uh, they still have Rossiel Iglesias. So look, hopefully this pitching, uh, the rotation can get better and the bullpen can do something because it's always the offense is super loaded. They could score runs, hit the ball off the fucking yard, but the pitching definitely is a bit lackluster, especially the bullpen. So yeah, if they could adjust that, if they could try to fix certain things going on in that bullpen, then, you know, the Angels could be a very dangerous team and not just dangerous because they have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, but overall, the rest of the team could also be very reliable. And, you know, in case of these two guys can't play, you know, you still have a team. So can't just depend too much on these two guys to do everything because the end of this is a team sport, so they got to rely on themselves at some point as well. So, yeah, uh, at number two, I have the Seattle Mariners. I think the Mariners are pretty good team like actually last year they were really surprising they almost made the postseason and it sucks that they didn't make it but they were really close and you know they were able to really pull through they were really able to pull through they have great players you know Kyle Lewis um Jared Kelnick Robbie Ray Jesse Winker Mitch Hanniger who they also acquired of Adam Frazier uh you know, uh, and oh wait, Eugenio Suarez also is on this team. Again, didn't even know he. So the Mariners, yeah, they could definitely be a, a pretty uh, interesting team. They could definitely be a very exciting team to watch this season. But we'll have to wait and see. But uh, unfortunately, the number one team is still the Houston Astros. I mean, again, look, the cheating, the blah, blah, blah. Everyone hates this team. You know, Trash cans all over the place. I get it, you know. I, I, I just don't like that this team is still good, you know. But this team is great. This team is really good. And they're definitely going to take a, the division away, you know. Come on, you have fucking Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, Lance McCullers, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, um... Michael Brantley, who else? Uh, Alcides Diaz, Jason Castro, who's he's still on the team? Damn. Um, heck, they just picked up Hector Norris, uh, Nico Nico Goodrum. You know, so this team is really good, man. And yes, they they lost George Springer, Carlos Correa, but uh, this team's still pretty good. You know, Framber Valdez, who was also a very slept on pitcher last year. Come on, hello. You know this man. 
was putting in work last year. So look, unfortunately, the Astros, you can say all you want about them, but they've still been a great team, and they're going to continue that this season. Now, let's move on into the National League East, which at number five, got to go to the Washington Nationals. Look, the Nationals just have nowhere to be going for this year. I mean, they legit really have like four good players, like four really good players. Juan Soto, who is a top three player in baseball for sure. Steven Strasburg, who's still a great quality pitcher. Nelson Cruz, who was great, but obviously he's out of his prime, but still could provide you 30, 40 home runs still at the age of 41, 42. Uh, Patrick Corbin was also a pretty good player. Sean Doolittle is all right. Uh, Cesar Hernandez is decent. Joe Ross is all right. But like, they just, there isn't a lot of great players on this team. There could be some players that could, you know, burst into superstars. Josh Bell was one of them, but he's been pretty disappointing in uh, in Washington. It doesn't really have the resemblance he, he was playing in when he was in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, uh, the Nationals, they're just really not going to be that much of a threat this year. They're definitely going to be in the lower end ranking throughout the whole year. So, yeah, the Nationals are number five. And number four, it pains me to say it because I like this team, even though they just always suck. Um, but it's the Miami Marlins. I mean, the Marlins, look, they they have great potential on their pitching. Their pitching is strong. Their bullpen is strong. Their rotation is strong. You know, the rotation. I mean, they got Pablo Lopez. They got uh, Sandy Alcantara, Trevor Rogers, uh, Jesus Lazardo. You know, they have great pitchers. And then obviously in the bullpen, Eliza Hernandez, uh, Cole Susser. Um, Dylan Floro, Tanner Scott. Who was their closer? I forgot who were their closer. Uh, Steven Oker, I think, is their closer, or is uh, at least one of them. Anthony Bass, I think he's a, another starting pitcher. You know, this this team is good on, on, on the pitching side of things. Now, on the offense, there's really only a handful of players. Um, we recently have Jorge Soler now to thank. The man can hit a home run. The man can hit. So hopefully he's our best hitter on the team. But we also have Jazz Chisholm, who's great around the bases, but is not really a power-hitting guy. So, But I think he'd still be pretty good. Joey Window, who's pretty underrated as second baseman. I think it should be good. Garrett, Garrett Cooper should be good as well. Jesus Aguilar is going to hit dingers as well. Uh, Miguel Rojas is going to be serviceable. He's not that, like... Like, Miguel Rojas, I really think it's just not a great player overall. But I think he's just he does enough where he can... He's still a, a veteran player. He's still able to, you know, have some great performances with this team, but really doesn't really go anywhere too much with it. Look, man, I like the Marlins. I'm still going to be watching them. Hell, I'm going to be probably going to, like, many Marlins games this year, or maybe not, maybe one or two. I don't know, but I could expect to go to one or two games this season. Um, So, yeah, but, again, uh, do I really have high expectations for this team? You know, I never really do. If they could, you know, make the playoffs, that would be great. But again, last time that was in 2020 and that just, you know, 2020 was just off. So them being in the playoffs just kind of was not meant to be. But uh, at number three, I have the New York Mets. Um, The Mets are kind of in a pretty sticky situation. Um, Look, they have Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom. Two great pitchers, but... Jacob DeGrom, unfortunately, suffered an injury. Now, he's going to be missing a couple of weeks. Um, I believe, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks or a couple of months. I'm not sure exactly the length of, of his, uh, 
of his injury, but for at least April, they're kind of fucked right now. Maybe. I don't know. That's that's what I think. Now, they still have great pitchers, obviously, Max Scherzer, Chris Bassett, um, Adam Ottavino, but the offense is pretty much going to take over. I mean, they have Starling Marte, Eduardo Escobar, Francisco Lindor, Robinson Cano could still hit. Brandon Nimmo is great. Oh, I forgot. Uh, fucking Pete Alonso. You know, that guy's a beast as well. So, you know, they're going to have great players on this team to guide them. And, you know, every two, three, every two to five games, we can expect Max Scherzer just, you know, striking the fuck out of everybody. Jacob deGrom, meanwhile, of course, not playing for a little bit. He's going to take over. But I don't know about the Mets still like ahead of these two teams or have the curve. But again, playoff contending team for sure. I definitely got to say so myself. At number two, I got to go with the Philadelphia Phillies. You know, the Phillies are, they're not a great team. I'm not going to be biased. They're not a fantastic team. But the reason why I have them against the Mets is I just think their their roster is a little bit well more constructed. They got Nick Castellanos. We got Kyle Schwarber. So, you know, uh, we have two more good outfielders. We still have fucking Bryce Harper. Alec Bohm, who was kind of disappointing, but hopefully can do something. Bryson Scott, who is a rook. Uh, Bryson Stott. Not even Stott. I don't even. That's not even Scott. It's three T's. Um, he could be a very good pick for us. I might consider him for uh, rookie of the year in the National League. I might. I don't know. I'll just have to wait on my decision for that. Um, Reese Hoskins and Didi Gregorius. I think our offense is pretty fucking good. And we have maybe a a couple of decent pitchers in our rotation. We do have Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler who are really good, but everybody else is kind of eh. But our bullpen is pretty ass. Juris Familia is the exception, but we have Brad Hand... Ranger Suarez and everybody else like uh, that that bullpen just kind of scares me like it's just not not like oh they're scary good no they're just not that good they're just uh, uh. so that's one thing that kind of stopping them their offense and the rotation is good but that uh that bullpen really needs to to do something however unfortunately a team that does have a good bullpen and oh you know also won the damn world series last year the Atlanta Braves, obviously number one. I mean, come on, this team, they they're 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 the shit right now. They are the shit right now. Uh Matt Olson, they just recently acquired. And on top of that, you have studs, you know, Ronald Acuna Jr., Dansby Swanson, Eddie Rosario, Marcelo Zuna, Austin Riley, Ozzy Albies, Adam Duvall, they picked up, Ian Anderson, Max Freed, Kirby Yates. Charlie Morton, uh, who else? Mike Soroka, Alex Dickerson. Uh, they also got Kenley Jansen, too. Can they have fucking have Kenley Jansen as their closer? You know? This team is ridiculous. Still. This team is definitely probably going to be the best team in the National League. Again. It sucks to say. You know, as a Phillies and Marlins fan, it sucks to say that the Braves are a fucking good team, but... That's 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 part of the problem right now. But anyways, let's go into the National League Central. And we start off with the Pirates. 
Yeah, man, the Pirates are not, not great. This is nothing new, man. This is nothing new. The Pirates suck ass juice. And, you know, we can't be too mad about that. They suck a lot of horse shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're just not a lot of good players. I mean, Brian Reynolds is good. Daniel Vogelback is cool. Greg Allen, Key Brian Hayes is pretty good, actually. Can't take that away from him. But everybody else is all right. Uh, Cole Tucker, I think, could be good. Um, I don't really see that much of Cole Tucker. Um, literally, I've seen him more with Vanessa Hudgens than him on the fucking field. But, again, you know, I, I don't really watch the Pirates play that much. So, you know, com in comparison to relationship photos, I, I really don't see him on the field that much. But I uh, I did see that he did a, hit a home run in spring training or two home runs in spring training. Either way, besides the point, hopefully he can do something for this miserable Pirates team <laughs> this year. So, yeah, hopefully he's he's a bright spot on this team um, to make the team and Vanessa proud. Um, next, we got the Cincinnati Reds at number four. The Reds at number four kind of sucks because the Reds were a playoff team. Then there were not a playoff team last year. They ended up being such a disappointing team. And now it just looks like they're just rebuilding. They're just not... They were a bound playoff team pretty much. And they wanted to readjust. But now they're kind of just doing the opposite. And now they're rebuilding for some fucking reason. I don't really know where they're going with now. They still have Johnny uh, Joey Votto. Uh, Jonathan India, who was great. I mean, he won literally national uh, NL Rookie of the Year last year. Tommy Fan is cool. Um... A lot of Tylers on this team. We have fucking Tyler Naquin, Tyler May, and Tyler Stevens. And, you know, there's there's still some decent pitchers here, but there's not a lot going on here. This team is just not that exciting to watch, actually. Yeah, the Reds are just not a very well-presented team. I just, uh, I don't really see a lot going on for them this year, unfortunately. Um, at number three, I have the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs have... Decent potential this year, obviously, you know, after they lost Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, the whole, you know, the whole gang. It's uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, of course, to see how this team is going to rebound from that. But they already lost the season with Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant. But now Javier Baez is out the picture again. It's going to be different. Now, they have Clint Frazier now. Um, they still have uh, uh, Marcus Stroman, uh, Wilson Contreras. Jason Hayward, Jonathan Villar, who also just got acquired there. Kyle Hendricks, who I think is a pretty underrated pitcher. Um, Wade Miley. There's there's still some decent uh, play. Oh, Anderton Simmons is with the Chicago Cubs. I didn't even know that. So, you know, I think the Cubs team could definitely be in contention. But, again, I'm, I'm not really that sure. This team just kind of feels like it's uh, in a certain position. I don't really know if it's going to go anywhere. Out of, I don't know if it's going to go the distance. I don't know if this team will even make the playoffs, but we'll have to wait and see, man. We have 162 games to watch for each team, so we'll have to wait and see. And number two, I have the... I was about to say the Arizona Cardinals. Like, this is fucking football. Uh, no. This is the St. Louis Cardinals. I have them at number two. Um, the Cardinals, their offense, I think, is pretty good. I mean, they just got... Albert Pujols, once again, Albert Pujols will be his last season in the league. He will retire officially after this season. 
And you know, the man is uh is a uh, is Canton bound. So we're we're gonna expect our fools to hopefully have a great year this year. Yadier Molina, who's still great, uh Nolan Arenado, who's a beast, Corey Dickerson, Steven Matz, um Adam Wainwright, Jack Flaherty, Alex Reyes, uh Paul Goldschmidt. You know, there's a lot of a lot of great players here. Um, offensively and defensively. There's a good, perfect balance between, I think they have a pretty good rotation, pretty good offense. There's still things that could be fixed and adjusted, but again, every team has, you know, flaws, and but just obviously more than others. So, so yeah. Uh, but at number one, I have to give it to the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers right now are definitely one of the more completed teams, the more complete teams in the league. I mean Christian Yelich, who was pretty ass last year. I don't know if we're gonna do. I don't know if he's gonna do pretty much anything with it. Uh, Hunter Renfro, Corbin Burns, who was a dog last year. Josh Hader, who was a dog last year and has been for like the last three years. Willie Adams has been pretty good. Um, Lorenzo Cain, Colton Wong, Brandon Woodworth. That rotation and that bullpen is probably one of the best in baseball. Probably the rotation is one of the best in baseball. Um, so yeah. And their offense is definitely serviceable and pretty good. They got fucking Andrew McCutcheon? Wait, what? Uh, what the fuck? Since when they got Andrew McCutcheon? Okay. Again, more more new... What the hell? Ah, oh, damn it. Damn it. I thought he was still with the Phillies. Uh, damn it. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Now he's with Milwaukee. Fuck you. You took McCutcheon from us. You bitch. Nah. Nah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, Yeah, so apparently now Andrew McCutcheon's in Milwaukee. Breaking fucking news. So, yeah, this team is, is, is pretty good. Pretty good. So, can't worry too much about them. Uh, Now let's move on to the National League West. We got the Arizona Diamondbacks at number five. I mean, come on. Do I really got to say much about this team? This team is ass. Like, really ass. Like, just sucks booty. Just sucks booty. So, I mean, there's not a lot of good players on here. The only good players are what? Cattell Marte, Madison, Bumgarner, um, David Peralta, Zach Gallen, and Ian Kennedy, and Mark Melanson. And Nick Ahmed, I guess. Everybody else is all right. Eh. Nothing going for them this year, unfortunately. So, can't say too much. It is what it is. Um, Next, we have the Colorado Rockies at number four. They have Chris Bryant now. That could be a huge, you know, success for them. But Chris Bryant alone is not going to carry this entire team. Charlie Blackman is good. Randall Gritchick. Connor Joe, Ryan McCann, Jose Iglesias, CJ Crone. There's still a lot of great players, uh, decent players here, and the rotation is all right. Their bullpen has uh, gone, uh, gone a little bit better with Herman Marquez and Alex Colome. But there's still a lot of flaws on this team, especially that uh, that offense is just not that good, man. Not that good. Of course, besides what? Chris Bryan and Charlie Blackman and Jose Iglesias from time to time. This team just isn't really that well prepared. So 
yeah, I'm going to have to say with the Rockies there. And number three, uh, this is kind of tough, but I'm going to have to say the San Diego Padres and number three. I mean, the top two are undeniably, you know, pretty hard to pick between through, but the Padres and number three, I feel like that's the most fitting place. This team definitely has potential to be higher than the number three. I mean, come on, you have a superstar in Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, they also have Eric Cosmer, Luke Voigt, who they just picked up, you Darvish, uh, Mike Clevenger, Manny Machado. Blake Snell, Will Myers, uh, Joe Musgrove literally hit a no-hitter last year. Uh, George, uh, Jorge Alfaro, Chris Paddock, Sean Manaya, they just acquired as well. So, yeah, they, they have a lot of great pitchers, and they have a really good offense. Um, but at sometimes they choke, and at sometimes they, they just have their really bad moments, um, and they make a lot of mistakes and stuff. Which a lot again, you know, mistakes happen and everything, but a lot of it could have been preventable. Um, yeah, the Padres definitely are a very well constructed team, but if they want to compete with teams like the Giants, the Dodgers, especially the Dodgers, they really have to step up the game like heavy, heavy, heavy. Um, hundred wins for them, I don't see it, but the Dodgers, you can guarantee it at this point. Um, at number two, I have the San Francisco Giants. I mean, the Giants were somehow fucking good last year, like really good, you know? And I'm like, whoa, this is that 2014 team once again? That's that's insane, you know? I, I was like, this is insane. I am I am impressed. I am just completely, you know, grateful that this team is actually not playing terrible. And actually playing really good ba- uh, basketball. Oh, my God. Playing really good baseball. And this season, I think they could do the same thing. I mean, they just required Jock Peterson from the L.A. Dodgers now to uh, San Francisco. Brandon Crawford, who had a great resurgent year last year. Carlos Rodon. Mike Yaskremski. Uh, Lamonte Wade. Evan Longoria. Alex Wood. Tyler Bede. Wilmer Flores. And Brandon Bell. A lot of these players are out of their prime, and some are obviously young stars that could definitely still put up great numbers, but there could be a, a switch in position, though, because there really isn't a lot going on um, for them, and it's it's kind of just a little bit on, on the rough ends here. But I think... Uh, and also Buster... Oh, wait, never mind. Buster Posey retired, damn it. I forgot he he did retire. Um so yeah. No no Buster Posey. Who's the catcher? Joe Joey Bart. That's the new catcher now. Or Kirk Casale. It's between those two. Um but yeah, the Giants are still a well-constructed team as well. But I could definitely see the Padres be better than them. Because Posey was a big reason why they were really good. I don't think they're going to have a down year, but I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. But hopefully they could still be good enough to make the playoffs and still maybe like upset some teams. Because I don't want them to be ass. I like the Giants. They were the first team that I really liked in baseball. They were the team that got me into baseball. So, you know what? I'm going to just, I got to stick with them, you know, for for what it is. But right now I I have to put them at number one. Uh, number two, excuse me, because the number one, obviously, it's the L.A. Dodgers. This this team is a fucking cheat code, man. How do you have... Let me repeat. Freddie Freeman, who just won a damn World Series last year in Atlanta, 
Now he's going to an L.A. team who's already fucking stacked. Trevor Bauer, Cody Bellinger. Yes, who's been pretty ass the last two years, but he's still a great player, so shut the fuck up. Clayton Kershaw, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Justin Turner, Chris Taylor, Will Smith. Not the motherfucker who slaps people, but Will Smith, the pitcher. Or catcher, my bad. Uh, Julio Rios, Max Muncy, Dustin May, Craig Kimbrell, Walker Bueller, Gavin Lux, David Price also hasn't been that great, but still. Blake Trine. This team is fucking stacked. This team is good on all sides. Offensively, defensively, pitching, rotation, bullpen, every everything. This team is too fucking good. And it feels like if you don't have them winning the World Series every year, you're just out of your mind or you're just trying to be different. Even though you could definitely say there's definitely other, you know, better candidates you could you could oppose to that, but come on, man. This Dodgers team is just too just too good, man. Too good. My voice is cracking. My voice is just cracking consistently, but again, this this team is just too fucking good. Too damn good. Too too damn good. So yeah, anyways, um, let me uh, make my predictions for American League Rookie of the Year, um, and then I go to the postseason after. So yeah, so for American League and National League uh, Rookies of the Year, um, for the American League Rookie of the Year, I'll probably say Bobby Wood Jr. from the Kansas City Royals. Um, I think hopefully he can prov- uh, provide that offense that the, that the pretty stressful, pretty uh, one-dimensional team with the Kansas City Royals. They're just not really going in the right direction right now. They're, re- they're rebuilding. They're not a playoff team at the moment. Hopefully, uh, Bobby Wood Jr. can bring some enjoyment from that team and still could, you know, give them some life and, you know, be the future of the damn team. So that's a huge possibility for them and for him to kind of be consistent enough to do his job. And, you know, maybe he could just ball out this year. So hopefully... You know, he, he has his great performances and, you know, stick with that. For National League Rookie of the Year, honestly, can't really decide. But I'm going to just have to go with Bryson Stott, who I had for the Phillies. So, I don't really know too much about him. But since he's a Phillies guy, I guess I'm going to just be biased here. And just, you know, give him the damn... Um, I'm going to just give him the damn National League Rookie of the Year. So, I'm going to just give it to them. For American League Cy Young, this is kind of tough. I could definitely give it to what either Lucas Giolito. Um, I could also give it to Shane Bieber. Jose Barrios is another great pick. Um, Justin Verlander, I guess. Eh, not. I don't know about Justin Verlander. I'm a. I'm a probably say. Mm, Lucas Giolito, I'm a, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna say Jose Barrios, I'm gonna say Jose Barrios, Jose Barrios, for the, uh, for the Blue Jays, I think the Blue Jays, you know, they're gonna be number one in the AL East, that's what I predict, and I think the Blue Jays are are definitely a World Series contender, and Jose Barrios is probably gonna be the, the best pitcher on that roster, or on that rotation, if he can put up, a, obviously, a Cy Young performance this year. So, you know, hopefully he can prove me right and, you know, get me something going. So, yeah, I'm going to say American League Cy Young will go to Jose Barrios. 
And for the National League, I'm going to be biased here, but I really don't give a fuck. I'm going to give it to Sandy Alcantara. Yes. From the Miami Marlins, Sandy Alcantara. I think he's a very good pitcher. And we've already kind of seen that. And I think he's such an underrated pitcher. The most, he's probably the most underrated pitcher in all of baseball. Fuck the, the division. He's probably one of the most underrated pitchers in all of baseball. So hopefully this year he could step up and just dominate the league. But I kind of find, find that hard to believe because I feel like for him to do that, I feel like the Marlins have to be at least a playoff contending team. And I just feel like they're not going to be that. So it's going to be a pretty unpopular opinion of mine to put that as nationally Cy Young. But these are my predictions. All right. Let, let's not crucify me for this. All right. I'm just I'm just trying to give you all something different. You know, I don't want to be generic and say, oh, Jacob deGrom. He's fucking injured. Oh, Max Scherzer. I want to give out something, you know, new. I want to see new people win it, too. I get tired of, like, those those motherfuckers winning the same shit all the time. Now, for American League MVP, I'm not going to give it to Mike Trout because I want to be different. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to Mike Trout, even though he definitely is probably going to be the one who's going to take it over. But I could definitely give it to between Tim Anderson, I think is going to be great, or Luis uh, Robert. Vladdy, I could say Vladdy could take it this year. Mm, I'm going to say Vladdy. Fuck it. Vladdy, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had a great year last year, and he was second in MVP. I think this year he will have a better year than, than Shohei Otani. And so you know what? Fuck it. I'll take it. I'll take Vladdy for MVP. And, you know, we have two... Uh, Blue Jays players winning the top six awards. So that's that's a pretty good, you know, decision of mine right there. So, yeah. I'll say the American League MVP will definitely go to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Anyways, National League MVP. National League MVP. Um, I can give it to either Freddie Freeman, Juan Soto... Juan Soto, um, I think honestly Juan Soto could take the case. Mookie Betts, I don't know about Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is good, but I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't say, not Fernando Tatis. Uh, I guess Juan Soto, I'll say, fuck it, I'll say Juan Soto. I'll say Juan Soto MVP. Uh, but I really don't, I really don't want that, honestly. I really don't want that. I kind of don't want that. If I don't really want it, then why do I even put it as a as an actual prediction? I don't really want that to be completely honest with you. Fuck. Uh, Freddie Freeman could also be a really good contender, but I don't know. Fernando Tatis, Bryce Harper again. I don't know. Shit, I'll I'll just pick Bryce Harper again. Fuck it. Why not? Whatever. I'll give it to Juan Soto. I'll give it to Juan Soto. It is what it is. All right. So now. Let's pick the top six, um, and obviously in each um division we are here now picking the top six teams, not in the division, excuse me, in the in the league. So with the best team in the whole whole um American League, we have the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, this Blue Jays team, I think, is gonna be great, just absolutely great, just fantastic. 
Then I think it's going to be the Chicago White Sox at number two. And then the Astros at number three. And number four for the wild card. I'll say... Mm, um, I'll say the Rays at number four. And number five... Uh, the Mariners? I guess the Mariners, yeah. And number six, the Yankees. Yankees number six. Okay. There, we're there. Yeah. Yeah, so the Blue Jays are number one. The overall, the, the number one overall seed. The White Sox are number two seed. The Astros number three seed. The Rays get the wild card spot. The first wild card spot. Uh, or fourth in general. The Mariners get fifth in the second wild card spot. And for the third and last wild card spot. And for the sixth, the New York Yankees. There. Um, for the National League, the best team has to be the Dodgers, number one. Then I would say the Braves are number two. And then the Brewers are number three. And number four. Hmm. And number four, I'm going to have to give it to the Giants. And number five. I think it's going to be perfectly balanced. I think two teams in literally each uh, in each division will win it. So yeah, the Brewers, number three. The Giants, number four. The Cardinals, number five. And the Phillies at number six. I know you Mets fans are probably going to be so mad at me. But I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, all right? I don't care. My predictions. I don't care. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Mets fans. I don't have y'all making the playoffs. I have the fucking Phillies over it. But please, please, Phillies, don't let me down. Please make the damn playoffs. Please. Not the Mets. Not the Mets. Not the Mets. I'm giving y'all the last wild card spot, please. The Not the Mets. Not the Mets. Fuck. All right. Clearly, I'm a massive Mets fan. So, yeah. That's that for the for the seating. Now, let's get straight into, well, the, the playoff push. So, let me just flip this around. Let me just turn this over a bit. All right. Um, okay, so for the American League wildcard matchups. All right, so we have the American League and National League wildcards set up. So, for... The American League wildcard game, for the first one, we have the Astros versus the Yankees. So the Astros are the three seed and the Yankees are the six seed. So between that matchup, Astros-Yankees, I really don't like the Astros that much that I'm just really going to pick the Yankees over here. I think the Yankees are a great team and everything, and the Astros are just a superior, better team. But I do think the Yankees are going to find a couple pickups this season, I think they're going to be a little bit better than what they have been for the last couple of seasons. And I think hopefully they could take it a little bit further. I'm not going to call them World Series champions because I know that they're better teams than them this season. But I could at least see them at least in the division series this year. I could expect them at least making it to the division series. And again, this isn't a one-game elimination. This is a best-of-three series. So this is a potential matchup that... You know, the Yankees could take two out of, and I could definitely see that happening. Um, and then the second wildcard matchup in the American League, we have 
the Rays and the Mariners. Really would love to see this. But in the end, I would obviously would have to go with Tampa Bay. I think they're just a better team overall. Pitching, offense, and even just by the experience recently. I mean, this team is good, man. This team is just not a joke. This team is really fucking good. Now in the National League wildcard game, the first one we have the three-seed uh, Milwaukee Brewers versus the six-seed uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, I'm sorry, Phillies, but I'm going to have to go with the Brewers here. Uh, I I like the Phillies, but for me, even making putting them in the playoffs, it always feels like it's kind of going to be like another another bad take, but it is what it is. At least, at least hopefully, at least they can at least make it. Make it maybe win one game in that series. Make it somewhat interesting. But uh, I think the Brewers might take the cake in the end of the day. Their pitching is just too fucking good. And then the Giants and the Cardinals. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Giants. I think the Giants, another team that, again, they're pitching. Their offense last year really spoke out. And I do think that the team that they have really played for and assembled this year has been insane. I do think it it can really go down to business with this team because, yep, th- this team is re- is really fucking good. It's it's really fucking good. So, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But now we're in the division series. Now we're in the division series for the American League. Uh, we have the Toronto Blue Jays versus the New York Yankees. So the one and the six seed. So. This matchup is 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 gonna be pretty interesting. Um, actually, let's go let's go to the wild card series for a second. I have the Yankees being the Astros. In yeah, uh, uh, three best of three. I think it will go to a three game series. The Rays beat the Mariners, best out of three. The Brewers, they beat the Phillies, best out of three. And the Giants, they beat the Cardinals. They sweep them 2-0. Now, back to the division series. Yankees versus Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays are going to win this one in six games. The Yankees, very, very powerful team this year. And hopefully, you know, they can continue to shock people. But unfortunately, they just can't make it to that World Series. And I think this year, it's probably going to be another season of that. But this year, I mean, the Blue Jays are... I think are going to be the the better team overall. So I can't be too mad about it, even if they lose again in the division series. I have the Blue Jays making it, man. I, I think this team is just really, really good. And for me personally, this Blue Jays team's like, there really is not a lot of flaws on this team. There really isn't a lot of flaws on this team, so... This team just has to be readjusted because, yeah. But I either way, I have the Blue Jays winning in six games. Whites, the Chicago White Sox, who are, I believe, the second seed versus the Tampa Bay Rays, who are the fourth seed. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to have to also go. I'm going to go with the Rays. Fuck it. I'm going to go with the Rays in seven, actually. So, I'm going to say Blue Jays versus the Rays in the American League Championship Series. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I probably have to. I, you know, I have to. These two teams are just too fucking good. Um, so I think they'll match up well there. 
Now in the National League Division Series, Dodgers versus Giants. Another great matchup, but I do think the Dodgers might take the edge here um, in six games. So the Dodgers, they move on to the National League Division Series. And they go up against either the Braves or the Brewers. I'm going to say the Braves. Um, kind of boring because the Braves always beat them. But Dodgers-Braves once again. In the championship series, once again, we've seen we've seen this NLCS many times already. And I bet we're kind of already sick and tired of it. But here we are. ALCS, Blue Jays versus Rays. And then the NLCS, Dodgers versus um, Braves. I'm going to have to say the Blue Jays beat the Rays in seven. In seven. So the AL the AL pennant will have to go to the Yeah, I'm gonna have to say the Oh man, I'm I'm kinda still thinking about it a bit. The Blue Jays. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I'll say the Blue Jays beat the Rays in seven games this season. This season. I really do think that the Blue Jays are that good of a team. Blue Jays really have to take the cake here. They really have to take the cake, the cake here, because if not, they're gonna make me look silly. You know, because they they don't want me to look fucking silly. Um, and the Dodgers versus the Braves. I think the Dodgers are gonna make it. I think the Dodgers are gonna make it. I think the Dodgers are gonna make it. The Dodgers are really fucking good. Um, and then of course the World Series will be between Toronto and the Dodgers. This is gonna be pretty interesting. Um, Dodgers repeat, psych. Obviously, they can't repeat because they won in twenty twenty, and obviously they didn't win last year because Atlanta won it. But could this another? Uh, this this is tough. This is tough. Blue Jays or Dodgers, man. This is, oh man. In seven games, I have the Toronto Blue Jays winning this one. I'm saying the Blue Jays because I don't want the Dodgers to win because they already won one. That's it. I'm going to pick the Blue Jays in seven because they haven't won a damn World Series since, like, the 90s. I believe since Joe Carter, right, the the world's, the game-winning World Series home run, I think that was the last time they won the damn World Series. So, so yeah, you know what? Fuck it. The Blue Jays, they're going to be your 2022 World Series champions. There goes my 2022 season predictions. MLB regular season and postseason predictions as well as awards and everything else. Again, I could be completely wrong. I could be completely right. Um, I am a genius or I am a dumbass in these predictions, you know? But we'll have to wait and see. This is going to be a long season. Um, by the time it's my birthday, then, you know, we could easily say who's the net, who's the champion. Who, or at least who's in the World Series, at least at that point. Um, so, yeah. I'm pretty excited about this season. You know, basketball's ending. Football's still in the offseason. So, of course, I got baseball to watch. You know, so that's great to hear. That's great to see. 
Um, and for, you know, a short period of time that we thought we weren't going to get baseball, at least um, in April. So that's that's great that, you know, we were still able to get through that. And we're here. Opening day. Predictions. That's that. Those are all of it. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care and peace out, my friends.